The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to yet another edition, the Week 11 edition, I believe, uh, for Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company's podcast surrounding the good and the bad, all about your Green Bay Packers. Um, I am your host, Chris Burke, joined alongside, as always, my co-host, Lindsay Hanson. Lindsay, how are you? Uh, We're going into Thanksgiving. Yeah, my favorite food holiday. I... Love it. I eat my entire body weight in food on that day, and it's glorious. Yep, food, the three Fs, food, football, and we hope family. Um, Tradition unlike any other. The Packers will be playing on Thanksgiving, but they play Detroit in Detroit. But before we get to Mm -hmm. that, we got one more game to talk about. Uh, Green Bay playing Sandy, or uh, geez, old school Los Angeles Chargers. At home tomorrow uh, <laughs> at Lambeau Field. Tell us uh, you're tonight. in your 40s without telling us you're in your 40s. Thanks, thanks for reminding me I'm old. Thank you. <laughs> oof. Big Love oof. you. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, – thanks for that. Um, <laughs> the uh, So Packers 3-6 and six heading in home to face the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Chargers a little bit of an enigmatic team. Uh, but not too dissimilar from the Packers in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to more of that in a moment. So let's take one last look. Uh, last week's 23-19 loss to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Uh, definitely went a lot better than I thought it was going to go, you know. Overall. Oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah, had a we, shot to win. We heard your prediction last week, uh, Chris. I, <laughs> when I was, when I was watching it last. Uh, Sunday, I was like, I was like, hmm, I was like, my prediction was pretty close. Yeah, I, you know, I guess that's, uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be, glad to be wrong. Um, exactly. Little more, little it's a, yeah. there and now this week, um, we'll get into a head. Maybe I'll be wrong there, but, um, you know, hey, you know, the big thing that came out of that, you know, we'll get to the good news in a little bit there, but the first thing is, hey, imagine that Green Bay could not stop the run again. Mm. Uh, of Joe Barry's defense, like Matt LaFleur even said, like, you know, the pack, they were telegraphing that they were going to run the ball. You couldn't, we couldn't, and we couldn't stop it. You know, once again, another indictment of Joe Barry. Uh, I just don't know what else it's going to take at this point, um, outside of a coordinator change. But I think, you know, Green Bay's still in technically in playoff contention. I think they're going to have to be mathematically eliminated, uh, before Matt LaFleur considers any kind of an in-season coordinator change there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, you know, they're buds and I don't think he's, 
he's even close to considering letting him, uh, letting him go. But, you know, it's, I feel like this is just our, the story of our defense is they look really strong and then they go back to their old ways and then they look strong and then they go back to their, and it's just like an exhausting cycle. Um, but you know, at least we saw the offense. We saw signs of life on the offense. That yeah, was promising. Yeah, that was probably the most surprising. And if anybody listened last week said, you know, I said 13 to three just because I had no, no confidence in this offense against that Steelers defense. Well, lo and behold, they actually came out pretty good. And they put together, you know, to quote Mike McCarthy, they stacked some success. You know, they did okay against the Rams uh, this week and that week against Pittsburgh. You know, they continued to grow. That's kind yeah. of exactly what we've been looking for that kind of a loss is really more kind of what I was expecting out of the Packers this year. You know, the offense is growing uh, and sometimes exactly do enough. So that looked much more like I thought the Packers season was going to go um, rather than just looking listless. Like they have so many times on um, their other five losses this year, but yeah, offense looks like it's coming together. You know, maybe Jordan love can, um, you know, this just keep building, you know, keep adding one more brick to that foundation every week. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, that's really what it's all about this season, especially. Um, and, you know, I don't love losing as a fan. I don't love when the Packers lose, but I would much rather lose in the way that we did last week than in the way that we have in, in recent weeks before that. Um, it, it, like, I was tweet, I was live tweeting during the game last week. And, um, I, you know, for the first time in a while with this team, I, it was actually exciting. Like it was exciting. The ending was so close and we were like, we had, we had a shot we had a chance and they really, I feel like are, well, I don't want to speak too soon. I'm hoping that they're starting to, um, learn from their mistakes early on in the season. And that's really all we can ask for as fans. Uh, so I'm, I was pretty happy with it. It was, you know, it was a loss, but it was a close loss and we were in it from the beginning to the end. And that's really, that's all I want. Yep. Just it's at this point, it's just about progress. Cause let's face it. This team's not making the playoffs barring a miracle turnaround. No. Uh, well, that's at this point, all you can hope for is progress with the young team. And that's what we saw. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on briefly on that game, uh, just that, that touchdown, you know, I think this in, to change the outcome of the game, probably, but that lateral, they got called back. Um, the Rashawn Gary scored on, uh, just, I, this is where the microchipping of the football would really help. It sure looked like that was a backwards pass to me, but I just, I, I don't blame, you know, when it's a judgment call like that, I try not to blame the officials yeah. rule book and the NFL's policy. And I really think this is a sign to start microchipping the football. Yeah, that was a, that was a questionable one. That was a tough one. Um, it's, you know, it is what it is, unfortunately, but yeah, that was, that was a little rough. And then finally, you know, I didn't know how, you know, they had less than a minute. Jordan Love gave him hope again, got him down the field. Yeah. And then once again, another mm-hmm. interception. Um, you know, I just, yeah, I hope this is such a bummer. Gonna, I just hope this is something he can learn from. You know, he obviously showed that he can do it. You know, we look back at that Saints game earlier in the year. Uh, he definitely showed that he's capable. 
of bringing this team back. Um, but it's just one of those things where I just don't know if it was the play call, if it was the route or the throw there. Um, but just, you know, hopefully that's just something he can learn. Cause I see a lot of these things at the end and I just, I keep flashing back to a younger Brett Favre, of like circa 92, 93, mm-hmm. uh, early part of 94. It's just kind of what I see with Jordan Love sometimes. Maybe not with like the arm talent quite. I mean, Jordan Love's got a good arm, but maybe not with Favre's arm strength, but I do see some gunslinging tendencies there late in the game. Yeah. So looking ahead, before we start looking ahead to the Chargers, uh, looking just at the news this week, uh, Jair Alexander, Quay, uh, Quay Walker, both questionable, I believe. I just, now I'm second-guessing myself. I know Jair's questionable. I'm just double yeah. checking. I think Quay Walker is also, shame on me for not being prepared. Uh, Rashawn Gary also listed as questionable, but I think he might be, you know, he did have a setback as well. I forgot about that part. Uh, Quay Walker also. Yeah, yep. Gary Walker and Alexander. Yeah, the law, that sounds almost like a law firm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's obviously, you know, a little concerning. I really would like to have Jair Alexander out there against uh, Keenan Allen and the yeah. very talented Chargers offense. So but also with Sean Gary, I mean, ugh, yeah, God, you need it your, sucks. You need your pass rusher because, uh, and we'll, again, we'll get into this. Yes. But Herbert's a very, very good quarterback. Um, Despite the Chargers being such a cluster at times, uh, Herbert's a very good quarterback. Uh, shout out to Justices University of Oregon. Uh, gotta love that. Uh, um, but outside of that, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get into the game. So, uh, the Chargers have a better record, uh, than the Packers, but they're not really looking a whole lot better. You know, they're, they've been very up and down. Uh, so Green Bay will have their chances to win here. So the first thing I've got, you know, in terms of what I think really could go right for the Packers is that they are erratic. Uh, we don't know which version of the Chargers are going to show up. You know, that, that could, right. it's, I think for the Packers, this could mean, this is such a hard game to predict. You know, if the good Chargers show up, this could be a blowout. If the inconsistent Chargers show up, Green Bay can get a win here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, they, they are similar in that way. <laughs> like we don't know which chargers will show up. We don't know which Packers will show up. So, um, it's, it is a lot harder to predict, but I mean, I just let it, I just pray it's not like the chargers bears game. That's, I just don't want us to be the bears. <laughs> yeah, um, you're the Chicago bears. You're the Chicago Bears. You're going to have a very, very bad time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see, but yeah, they're, they're nowhere near consistent. Um, and that can definitely go to our advantage this week. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, you know, we always say lion's going to lion chargers going to chargers really, really a thing. <laughs> um, you know, they've, they've blown leads. They've been, you know, they just, they haven't quite been that strong, uh, that contender we thought they were going to be. I mean, it's tough to be a contender in that division when you've got Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs there, but yeah. we really thought, you know, that they'd be kind of, you know, they'd be second, but not three games behind. We thought they'd at least be over 500, but I don't know, just a really, really enigmatic team. And I think, you know, Part of that, to get to our next point, is the Chargers have the league's worst pass defense. Um, despite having, you know, Packers pick, I wish they would have had Derwin James there. 
Uh, you know, I think they they can be had here. And, you know, this could be another game where the Packers offense can take another step forward. Um, you know, if this game becomes a shootout, I think Green Bay would at least have a chance there at least. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, so the Chargers pass defense ranks uh, 28th in overall EPA per play allowed. Um, and they rank 20th against the run, 26th against the pass. So, you know, definitely not great. That said, though, I think the one thing they are good at uh, is forcing teams to go down by down. And that's not something the Packers, that's not a strength of the Packers this season. Um, we, we like the big plays, but down to down, it's, uh, it's not strong. So, I mean, they rank, what is it? I have it in my notes. They rank 21st in down to down plays. So, um, you know, I feel like there is definitely an opportunity here for love to, um, to step up and use, uh, the weapons that he does have. Um, but I also think the, I think the main concern for me with the defense is that they, you know, they're not great, but they do, they do hold teams to, smaller plays and we're just we're not that great at that this year it's been a lot of uh yeah I don't know we'll see but I I think we have a shot here I think we have an opportunity and I don't think it's going to be a blowout um I think both teams have big weaknesses and I think we, yeah, I think we could pull off a win here if, if love is able to, you know, play the game. Yeah, for sure. It's the, you know, the, this, I don't, you know, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last week. Um, you know, obviously any given Sunday, anything can happen, but I do think this is definitely a very winnable game. You know, I feel for like sure. flash have been a little bit of a confidence builder in those young, we- you know, those younger weapons, um, particularly. Jane Reed, Dontavian Wicks, I think are probably your best two wide receivers right now, which don't even get me started on Christian Watson. He's not even listening to my show notes today, but that is a concern uh, for sure. But, you know, I think, you know, this could be another game where Wicks and Reed can definitely, you know, kind of have their way a little bit, especially as the Packers get uh, a little more comfortable moving the ball, you know, down the field, getting those chunk plays through the air. Yeah. Uh, on the opposite end of that, so AJ Dillon has definitely poured it on a little bit. Aaron Jones is healthy. Um, you know, of course, the one time my, my, um, like Matt LaFleur gives Jones enough ball, I was calling McCarthy for a minute there. Shame on me. You know, he gives Jones the ball. He doesn't get much with it. That doesn't happen too often. So I'm not overly concerned. But the fact that the running game continues to build momentum as we get, you know, the December starts creeping closer. Uh, I think that's definitely a promising sign for the Packers and, you know the Chargers' defense has kind of been the you know their biggest uh, their biggest area of opportunity and why they've been so inconsistent. So I think this could be a big day for both Dylan or Jones. I think so too. Yeah, um, and I mean to be fair, like our our O line just isn't moving bodies, so it's it makes Jones and Dylan's job a lot harder. So it's not all on them when they, you know, when they don't have like standout games um, and performances, but we do know that they are reliable, especially Jones. I mean, Dylan had, I 
I don't even know if I can classify him as reliable anymore, but he's, he's definitely getting better than earlier in the season where he just didn't perform at all. So, um, I think if, if we can continue to build on that, I think we're in a pretty good spot. Agreed. I think, you know, to marry that to our last point, the weather is starting to get colder and you've got a team from Los Angeles, Southern California coming into Lambeau Field. Uh, high for the game tomorrow was last check, I think 45 degrees. Hang on here. My phone would freaking cooperate. Uh, yeah, high tomorrow at noon is looking at about, uh, right around the probably low, mid, low to mid forties. Uh, nothing too blustery. It looks like it's a little windy today. It's winds gusts are about up to 20 miles an hour. So that might be something to watch tomorrow possibly, but yeah, it's getting colder and even, you know, that might be mild to us, but, uh, to a team from California, you know, forties is, uh, you know, the tundra's not frozen, but it's, <laughs> it's starting to chill. And I think, you know, to a team from Southern California, that could, you know, kind of create a disadvantage. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, forties is like a summer, summer day in Wisconsin in November. So there, the Packers are, uh, are going to be feeling good, but yeah, I mean, they're, the Chargers could definitely be feeling the effects of that and it could be definitely used to our advantage. Yeah. And 45, you know, to be clear, somebody who lives, who's lived here his entire life, 40, 40, mid forties in November is kind of cold because we're kind of coming down from the summer and the fall. 45, 40 in like February is tropical. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, obviously this time of year, it's a little colder for the Packers, but, uh, you know, but now we're going to get to see Jordan Love in the cold. So let's see how this guy, the colderish, coldish, maybe that's Coldish. probably a better word, but yeah. that might be, you know, that might be something to watch. So, uh, kind of just a nuts and bolts thing there. Look of how we think things will go well for the Packers. Obviously, this is still a very talented Chargers team. Uh, there's also a lot of concern on the offensive side of the ball, which when we get into our yes. next segment, uh, we will have a lot more to say about, uh, what could go wrong. And spoiler alert, it has a lot to do with the Chargers offense. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, then we'll be back with, uh, serve up some sausage, the worst of what we think, uh, might not go right. So stick with us. All right, guys, we are back. So let's take a look at what could go wrong tomorrow against the Chargers. Uh, the first on our list is Justin Herbert. So he, so they're passing the Chargers passing offense is by far the star. Um, they rank fifth in EPA per dropback and eighth in dropback success rate. So, you know, there are people who don't necessarily uh, classify Justin Herbert as elite or as great, but he, he holds his own and he very much is, uh, you know, very good. And that is something that we will have to watch for, especially our defense. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot that could happen there. What do you, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, he's he's an excellent quarterback. Um, he is. Stuck on a very unfortunately on a mediocre franchise with a with a mediocre owner, but he is a very gifted quarterback. He can scramble. He's accurate. He's smart. He doesn't yeah. make mistakes. He's composed in the pocket. Um, you know, and I was talking with our Charger sister site this week for five questions of the enemy. You know, I asked, you know, how can you slow Justin Herbert down? 
uh, what they told me was, you know, he does, he actually is one of the few quarterbacks that actually performs worse against the blitz. So this is where having Rashawn Gary would be huge. But, um, you know, given Joe Barry's ineptness at dialing up a consistent blitz, you know, and the lack of overall just strong pass rushers outside of Rashawn Gary, uh, I think, you know, this is a, uh, Boy, this is, this is a, uh, this is going to be a challenge. Um, you got to, you know, and you got to disguise coverages against him. What's going to require PLDR is, you know, a unique and creative defensive approach. And when you have a dingus, dingleberry, idiot, moron, putz, schmuck, whatever you want to call Joe Barry at this point, who has the creativity of moist cardboard, uh, he's, I'm going on a rant, but I don't care. Um, you know, that <laughs> I, I have no confidence that they are going to, fix uh that they're going to be able to stop herbert yeah um i mean i don't really think anything else needs to be said there <laughs> i think you called them all the names so that uh that covered just, it. I just, I, i'm stopping short of fully cussing but i mean we all know when it comes to creativity yeah as bland as dom capers yeah, um, it's not great. Not say, I know Capers won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, but I can't think. Let me just say it was Dom Capers 2011 through the end in 2017. Later era Dom Capers, we'll call him. He's got no creativity. Um, if he's able to pull a rabbit out of his head at this point, I, that man will probably need to be drug tested. Maybe Aaron Rodgers snuck some ayahuasca back in Wisconsin. I don't know, but uh, I just don't, I, I don't see it, but. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, so the second like weapon that they have is, is definitely Keenan Allen. Um, the veteran wide receiver, his catch rate exceeds 75% of his 73 receptions this year. His average yards, average yards per reception is 12.3 and he has six touchdowns so far. He has seen some injuries this year and he's actually he was listed as questionable in the most recent injury report. Um, so we'll have to see what the final injury report says and, and whether he plays tomorrow. But, um, you know, without, without our starter defense, especially Alexander, um, it could, uh, could be ugly. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to pull up the, uh, I'm just trying to pull up the latest, see if I can find any other news on him. Uh, ESPN reporting yesterday, he will play today, but he's got an AC joint sprain. Uh, so he's going to be wounded, but I still, you know, just his presence, he's one of those receivers where, you know, I wouldn't consider him like, you know, the best in the league or maybe even the top tier, but he's still pretty damn good. You know, and having him on the field, the Packers are going to have to pay attention to him. Uh, this is where not having Jair Alexander, you know, could be disastrous. But if even if, you know, with that injury, maybe the Packers will go with Jair tomorrow. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But that, he, you know, they they still don't have Mike Williams, but they still are, uh, he's still somebody, you know, that if he gets going, again, I have no confidence in Joe Barry to be able to stop him. 1,000%. Yeah, and then um, I feel like I'm going to butcher this last name, and I apologize in advance. Austin Eckler? Eckler. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've actually heard it both ways. Um, hang on here. I'm trying to see if they actually have a pronouncer on NFL.com. Sound like a bunch of rookies here. People are probably listening to us. Good grief. Um, Eckler. 
fuller, but, um, um, but he's, you know, he's getting healthier. Um, and we all know that Green Bay, um, just can't stop the run to save their life. And, uh, he, uh, he does. Sorry. Oh, go sorry. ahead. Eckler. Eckler. Okay. Like Heckler without the H. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Austin Eckler. Um, Okay, sweet. So, yeah, I mean, he has, uh, he actually has similar stats to Jones in terms of average yards per carry this season. Um, Austin has 3.6, Jones has 3.7. And so, you know, pretty much the same. And, you know, the, the big key differentiator is the touchdowns. Eckler has, um, four so far this year. Um, but yeah, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on Eckler? Very good running back, you know. I thought very like a he's like one of those sneaky kind of running backs, you know, that he can really sneak up on. You know, he's he's good. Not a lot of people. A lot of people tend to overlook him. He has been a little beat up. Um, I'm just trying to see here. He had one good season, and I love how my laptop bites the dust. So I got to do this via. He has not had a thousand yard career, but his last two seasons he did rush for over 900. 12 touchdowns in 2021, 13 last year. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's not in that top, you know, again, just like kind of like Keenan Allen, not top tier, but he's still darn good, you know, and that's another one where he's somebody that the Packers, you know, I still think need to focus on in terms of, you know, that's a player that he could very much blow you away if you don't lock him up and, you know, adapt quickly, which for the third time, say one more time with emphasis, uh, I'm not confident Joe Barry can do that if he gets hot. Uh, this is, that's another area where the game could really get away from the Packers. Well, especially because of the run defense, like it just, it sucks. They can't, they just can't stop a f- paper bag. Like it's, it's just, uh, yeah, they very is be- the most frustrating person, I think. Um, just because it's like the, the unwillingness to change when things clearly don't work is beyond anything I can comprehend when you're a professional head, like coach of an NFL team. Like it's, it doesn't make any sense. Um, well, and the worst part of it is, you know, like let's, let's, let's even for a moment, despite, and let's, let's be temporarily insane here and give Joe Barry the benefit of the doubt for a moment. Is that a talent issue? Does that mean we've got some problems along the D line where, uh, we got Devontae Wyatt, a first round pick. Maybe, maybe this is a, maybe that's a problem too. Maybe we whiffed along the defensive line. I don't know. Um, in terms of talent, but it, right now it just seems to be the unwillingness to adapt. You know, there's, there's plenty of options you can do outside of the D line to do that. So I, it's still 95%, I would say Joe Barry, but, uh, yeah, this, this is a, a situation again that it could get away from the Packers quickly. Yeah, 1000%. And this Packers team doesn't need, doesn't need elite players to, you know, leave them in the dust. Uh, Allen and, <laughs> Allen and Eckler are, are strong players and, uh, the defense really needs to watch out for both of them for sure. Um, stopping the LA pass rush. So that is, that is another, that's our, our last item on our, our show notes. Um, Again, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's the same story. I mean, you, like, every point here has been the defense. (laughs) Um, but I will say, 
that um, they did do a good job last week against the Steelers edge rushers in slowing them down. And I think if we can replicate that, um, you know, we definitely need the same treatment for Boza and Mac because they are, uh, they're, they're pretty dominant. (laughs) They're pretty dominant players. And um, if we can just do what we did last week against the Steelers, I do think that we will be in a okay spot. Um, that was one area, one highlight from last week that is worth noting. Um, so I don't want it to be all like, let's shit on the defense, but um, they also still need it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Khalil Mack is not the dominant form force that he was when he was with the Bears, but he's still darn good. Uh, Nick, Nick Bosa is still very good. You know, I think you can chip him a little bit. Oh, you know, Bosa. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Bosa. Sorry. I'm thinking of the, I'm getting it. Thank you. I'm crossing the streams with his brother. The Bosa brothers are both damn good. They're, they're, they're maybe a step below the Watts. So let's just call it for what. Yeah. Yeah. But they've also, you know, so the biggest thing for Jordan Love is going to be getting the ball out quickly. Um, you know, he's, He's had a develop. He's developed a little bit of a Rogers as cabin holding the ball a little too long, and that just might come to be finding a proper read, you know, and not trusting his young receivers, which frankly I don't feel bad about. You know, I I, I feel him there. I totally I sympathize with him. They again they needed to get him a veteran, but the other side here, and I think something else the Packers are going to need to keep an eye on is uh, Chargers rookie Tuli Tui Poon Lotu. Oh boy, I got through that with saying. Uh, Barely, but he's actually had a pretty consistent, you know, pretty decent rookie start. So they've, they've, they've got some pass rush potential and the, the offensive line is going to need to be on its, on its toes. And Jordan Love is also, you're going to have to be doing a lot of quick passing. And maybe this is a game, you know, for the Packers to fix that, start running some shallow crossers and breakers for Christian Watson, get him the ball instead of down the field, maybe get him a little more intermediate short routes and then let him turn on the speed. Uh, just, you know, maybe that, maybe that'll get Watson going and that, that might be the way to help. But, uh, the offensive line is going to have its handful tomorrow for sure. Hands full. Yeah. Yeah. I am. And I'm a moron. I said defense. I meant O-line. Um, (laughs) my brain, I'm still waking up. It's officially vacation for me. So I, uh, I'm still waking up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, everything you just said is, is true. Um, and we will see, we will see what happens, but let's go to our predictions. So for me, um, I think if the defense can step up and we can stop the pass rush, um, on the O line, uh, I, I also, I don't know. I think the, I think there is a chance, right? I mean, there's, it's definitely not a, um, Kansas City Chiefs opponent, but it's still not one that we should write off. And we need to show up. We need to play. We need to perform in all areas. And if we do that, I do think it's going to be close. My prediction is 24-21 Packers. I think it's going to be 
I think it's going to be a pretty solid game. I'm not expecting a blowout. I'm not expecting a terrible game, but I'm also optimistic that what we saw last week will continue for the rest of the season and we can just continue growing and learning from our mistakes and uh, becoming a better football team, you know, not for playoffs, but for next season. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the kind of an op, pretty close score, but the opposite outcome. I think I'm going to go 28, 24 Chargers. Um, just because I think there's too much on the Chargers offense for Joe Barry and company to stop. Uh, gladly be proven wrong. Once again, as I always say, when I pick against the Packers, um, I think the offense continues to show growth. Um, uh, but I just think, unfortunately, this offense is too talented, um, for this, for this defensive coaching staff to slow down. Uh, for yeah. Sean Gary. If the Packers can get the blitz going, I'm not saying they don't have a chance, uh, but I think this is going to be a close game, and I'm going to even go out on a limb and say it's going to be another heartbreaking ending, probably another interception to end the game, unfortunately, or just to turn over on downs. I think they'll have a shot, um, but I just I don't think the Packers' defense is going to do the offense any favor. I think it's just going to be another baby step forward, so we'll continue to have hope there, um, but the defense, once again, will let their young quarterback down. Well, we will, we will see. Um, it is at Tim or it's at Lambo tomorrow. Um, so we do have that going for us as well, uh, which we touched on in the chatter section. So I think that that definitely plays into it a bit. Um, but yeah, it is, I do think that it's going to be close for sure. Um, I just, we need all all phases to step up and perform. Um, and that has been a struggle for us all season. So yep. you might be right. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, and I think, you know, you got to look at, they got a short week coming up again, you know, they got Detroit. Yeah. Up so you're looking at, you know, this Detroit team is, this is not your dad's Detroit lions. You know, you're looking at, let's say they lose tomorrow. You're looking at three and seven, then you're looking at three and eight. Um, which, oof, um, that's why getting a win tomorrow is so critical. So rough record. That's uh, not fun. Tomorrow, not, um, you know, the Packers aren't close enough to the settings to Detroit where I, this isn't going to be a game, I think, where they're going to look ahead of the Chargers. But, you know, I think they're definitely going to be uh, – I just – it's it's it, it's going to be a tight one. I think we at least agree there. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, that does it for this episode of For Cheddar or Worst. We will be back next week with a review uh, episode. So we're going to look at the Packers-Lions game after Thanksgiving and uh, and see, see if we're crying or <laughs> if we're pleased. Um, but yep. we will see you back here after Thanksgiving. I hope everyone has a great one. And... Um, or, you know, you're able to spend it with family and friends. Um, happy Thanksgiving and go pack go. Absolutely. It's a throwback episode to our first season of this podcast. So I know. It's a, a kind of an interesting talk back, kind of an interesting throwback episode. So and the Packers are wearing their throwbacks this week. So maybe that's, maybe that's an open. There I don't you know. Go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. Go pack go. Have a great Thanksgiving. I will, uh, I have vacation the week after Thanksgiving. So unfortunately I am working. Uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday, but I'll still be able to spend time with the family. So I hope everybody's able to do the same and uh, go Pack Go. See you in a week. Bye, guys.